cliffcentral.com You're about to start a, a new year and it's time to get real about the finances as the year starts. Uh, a recent World Bank Index has shown that South Africa is one of the most indebted countries in the world. From the yeah, it's it's really bad. From the first of January edition of the newspaper City Press, they said it's going to get really tough for consumers this year, especially when interest rates spike. Which, as Anthea told us yesterday, they are going to. Joe, welcome, Happy New Year, Happy Zoo Year, everybody. Why do you say Zoo Year? Make it wild. <laughs> Hold on, here comes stage six. All right, now uh, before you start. Pasting uh, ugly uh, negative information across our otherwise positive uh, dashboard for the de- for the for the year because a lot of people are trying to enter this year positively, but a lot of people spent money you told them not to spend in December. A lot of people who might have got bonuses spent that on a holiday or gifts or or, or spoiling themselves, and now they're sitting in January with a huge problem. So before we get into the details of this. We need to know in advance, is there any good news? If we implement what you're about to tell us now, will our lives get better? And is there a way out of the forest? Because otherwise, we, we don't even want to hear Joe. You must implement what I'm about to tell you. You know, we've been training at Financial Fitness. We've been training corporations and government for 23 years. And um, one of the things we find is there are other players in the market who teach people how to get out of debt. Mm. That's only one side of the coin, Gareth. There's a whole other side of the coin nobody else deals with. We do. And that is where you send your money. Mm. Where you send your money, you're getting ripped off every year. And you just keep accepting it and you don't fix it. You see, most people, how do I say this, are undereducated when it comes to their finances. Like I mean, Damon you, didn't know about Soleimani. Yeah. yeah. Well, well <laughs> I won't go there because. <laughs> um, anyway, um, what actually occurs is. All of your policies that you have, life insurance, funeral cover, disability, medical aid, car insurance, house contents. All those debit orders. They go up at about 10% a year. Oh, boy. Now, the old school ones go up at 15% a year. So if you are bringing in a 4 to 5%... Uh, um, raise on if you were lucky enough to get a raise last year. Mm-hmm. Your four or five percent is coming in. You got ten percent going out. Right now, in your initial stages when you're young, you know ten percent of, of a five hundred rand payment is fifty bucks. But when you start talking fifteen years down the road, when you're paying four thousand a month, that ten percent is four hundred just on that account. Right. So if you got five of these accounts, that's two thousand bucks a month extra going out to all this stuff. When in most cases, it shouldn't. How do you even tackle that thing? Can you call up each of these people and say, I'm not paying more? Well, Can you cancel you, your policy? Or what do you do? Yeah, you don't cancel your policy, but you have to become very literate with what you're dealing with. And that's part of what we teach in our wealth planning and our retiring courses. I'll give you a good example. Most people have life cover. And this is the example I use in our workshops. Yeah. 500 rand a month with a million in life cover. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if that 500, not what, if when it goes up at 10% a year, yeah. in 21 years, you'll be paying a little over almost 4,500 grand a month. Right. Okay. Now, you got to remember something in economics called the rule of 72s. And what it says is your money halves in its buying power about every seven years due to inflation. Let me say it slower for other people. 
Um, 20,000 rand today. Mm-hmm. 20,000 rand seven years ago. Right. You could have bought a lot more seven years ago. Correct. 20,000 bucks. Sure. Your 20,000 really has the buying power of only 10,000 today. Right. Because prices keep going up. Cool. So your money halves in its buying power. So your million rand today, you die today, million bucks. In seven years, you'll get a million bucks, but it'll only be worth about 500,000. Right. It's seven years after that, 250. Seven years after that, 125,000 rand. Mm-hmm. Now the big market screw job is, they keep raising your payment every year. Yeah. And I've got an article that says it's a commission. And what the brokers tell the people is it's inflation linking. Right. That's what the, oh, okay. So let me get this right. My payments keep going up and my cover technically comes down. That's life cover. Now the same with vehicles. Vehicles. So I what mean, do you do? Do you say to these guys, hey, listen, I'm not paying this more? Well, you shop around. This, I mean, this increase. Uh, I'm not paying uh, this. Izet, uh, one of our uh, wealth planners, just told me about a product that's brand new on the market where the cover actually goes up and the payment doesn't. So we are morphing into a cleaner relationship with the people. The abuses I've seen on insurances yeah. and policies over and, the last uh, 20 course, years. Of course, you know, in, in an environment where people don't know what's going on, they mm. can be taken advantage of. But Correct. people are becoming smarter generally, and you are able to look these things up, and there's more competition. Correct. Because all, these, have, oh, all these financial services go. companies, yep. they all need to fight extra hard for their piece of bread now. Yep. It's getting harder for people to buy this stuff. They don't have any money. Right. If I told you I was around the ATM picking up ATM slips very recently. That. It's very creepy, but yes. Do you know what it was this morning yeah. across 10 accounts? Go on. 1,556 Rand. Left in the account. In the account. One guy had 29 cents. I felt bad for him. But I picked those up off the ground because I'm a green guy, you know? Mm. And then when I see it, and that's the beginning of January. So how do you buy your food and things? You know what I mean? So let me get back to the issue. Let's talk about car insurance, and everybody should pay attention. I love these outsurance commercials, or is Tabo saved 789 yeah. rand a month. Well, that's because what Tabo didn't do is Tabo didn't lower his car insurance premium every year with the price of his vehicle. Because the vehicle gets older, and mm-hmm. that premium should come down. Right. Now, they'll tell you when you call them, and I've trained this, no, the uh, cost of spares are more expensive. If we have to replace your vehicle, Gareth, you know the price of new cars. Well, that in itself is bullshit. Oops, sorry, BS. No, go on. No, you can and say the that. reason I say that is your vehicle is not at retail value on your yeah. policy. It's at market value. So mm-hmm. if you're driving a six-year-old Figo... They're not giving you a new one. No. They're giving you the old one. Right. So they pacify you with that bullshit statement, and you go, oh, okay, okay. So I'm going to recommend everybody out there today call and get three different quotes from different insurance companies. But there's a key. There's a secret. And that secret is they'll ask you a whole bunch of questions. They'll go, Damon, do you have insurance? Yes. Who are you with? My way. What do you pay per month? When they ask you what you pay per month, don't say a word. Don't say a word, because if you tell him I pay 900 that guy on the computer says, sees there's 500 That's what we could charge you. He charges you 750 I'll change to naked insurance. N- naked, yeah. <laughs> I changed everybody. the naked. Yeah. No, they advertise yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. There's a place called Naked Insurance. Naked Insurance. Yeah. It's an app, and I did it, and I'm paying. The, my insurance went down by 40, 45%. Is that why you're wearing no clothes in the studio? <laughs> no, it's, it's fantastic. It's just one of his disturbing <laughs> and you don't have to talk, peccadillos. And you don't have to have an, an annoying conversation no. with somebody on the phone. Yeah, it's well, all on the app. You know, you know there's a, there's a, if you go to YouTube, there's a nice um, YouTube program called Cracked. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how the insurance companies rob you and how the credit card company. And it's very funny because they'll do everything they can not to pay. 
Yeah. That's very important. Very important. The, the tire tread size. Uh, the telematics. You know, your tracker is, is, is showing how fast you go. And if you're going 70 in a 40 and you get in an accident and it's not your fault, not your fault, they're still going to underpay you because you are partially responsible because you're exceeding the speed but limit. But my favorite one and the most common one is your excess. Yeah. You're, in, you're in an accident and it's mm. clearly not your fault. You still they pay. You still pay your excess, yeah. and then you phone me four months later, five months later. Hey, have you got my excess back? Oh no, we we didn't manage. Yeah, that, that you're like you really tried. Yeah, who are you trying to kid? I got rear-ended probably about seven months ago, and uh, they kept mine. And that pissed me off because I should be not charged anything, anything, and they kept the excess, and that made mm. me angry. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to who that. gets the excess back? Nobody. Not no, access, no. excess. Who gets yeah. the excess? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've, you've covered life policies and, and car insurance. Okay. Where are the other places we can save some Well, money? this one's going to be a black thing. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, funeral cover. You know, most people are worth more dead than they are alive. And uh, what ends up happening is, is, let's say, for example, Gareth, you have funeral cover. And I, the typical amount I always hear is 20000 yeah, I know it's not, but you can even, let's use 50. What the hell? Let's use 50. Okay. Okay. Uh, at age 35, you're paying, you're paying for a 50,000 rand funeral cover. But again, in seven years, it's worth 25. In 14 years, it's worth 12.5. In 21 years, it's worth 6,750 rand. So again, your cover is decreasing. And as I teach in our workshops, um, if you die when you're old with funeral cover, everybody's going to have a cup. Because that's the only thing you're going to be able to afford with that amount of money. It seems like you're punishing the people who planned it the longest. Yeah, and you better be surprised that you if you, you may have to use their mortuary services and things like that. And they come at a premium price mm. because you've got to use theirs. So they're the only game in town. Should we go yes, cremation or Is cremation cheaper? Uh, you know, I've, I might have been kidding. I was it? raised Catholic. You could see my ruler scars. And so burning fires of hell comes to mind when I see cremation. <laughs> yeah, but done like uh, that. I'm, I'm working on having but that I'm aside, but that aside, is cremation cheaper? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. And then have a, a memorial service. But, you know, so Africans, they kill the animal, invite a million people. I mean, you know, okay, and that's fine. But See, he's just nodding his head. Right? <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Half a million. Okay, half a million people. So we got that. Um, now, here's the other one. That's, they link to your car insurance, yeah. your house contents insurance. And yes. what they call that is if you turn your house upside down, anything that falls is house contents, okay? okay? That goes up every year. Now, I only found, and I've been in the industry, I only found this out last year because I argue with my guy, and he knows now. They raise it automatically. All my insurances, they raise automatically. And then I call him and go, hey, fix this. He goes, okay, cool. And they fix it. He goes, and he said, quote, it is company policy to raise it every year, but it's not compulsory. Hmm. And then when I heard that word compulsory, I go, what? So, and here's the key. I bought, you know, five years ago, I bought a huge Sony TV for 30,000 bucks. It's worth a quarter of that now. Correct. It yeah. comes down every year. And they keep telling you, well, we got to replace that replacement value. Well, especially with technology, it changes every six months. And it's getting cheaper. It actually. gets cheaper and cheaper yeah. and cheaper. Correct. So they play that game on it. You don't want to be underinsured. They play that. You know what I mean? So you should lower your house contents insurance. And if you're like me, you got Fort Knox and weapons and things like that. 
Nobody's getting in anyway. And where yeah, I live, right. my alarm goes off. They're there in three minutes. That's how simple it is, you know? So uh, life insurance, you got to adjust. Car insurance, you got to adjust. House contents insurance, you got to adjust. Funeral insurance. These things shouldn't go up every year. They should come down. But can you actually argue with these guys? Yes, but you got to have the intelligence to do it. In other words, you got to have the, the, the chutzpah, the, 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 the wherewithal, the, the knowledge to be able to deal with them because they're trained to tell you things like that car Hold insurance. Hold on, let me take you to refer to my manager. <laughs> yeah. I don't you get transferred to the manager. Thank you for calling my way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Am I like, in South Africa? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're in Baghdad. Okay, so what else can we do? Because okay. you hate credit cards, don't you? Bingo. And I'm going to tell you what. Of all the problems I see in all the workshops over 23 years, this is the main one. Tell me more. They, not only are people living on them, but they're also training their children. Because the children, especially over Christmas... Uh, they saw you buy all these stupid gifts you bought for your friends, and they saw you swipe or pin or tap or whatever the case may be, and, and they're actually learning. They're learning. I get all this cool stuff with a swipe and a pin, but, but most all the problems I deal with in our courses are people with too much credit card debt. So mm-hmm. for the youngsters out there, and as I talked to your new guy here, I told him, once you get a credit card, you have put a 5,000 rand limit on it because you can't hurt yourself for 5,000. They'll give you fifty thousand. You'll hurt yourself, and that's what most of these. I saw a lady. I took a picture of it. I couldn't find it. She probably had about fifteen cards in her wallet. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. That's why I had to take the picture. You know, of course, without her knowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw it, I freaked out because she's just you. Everybody's using credit cards, so take the credit cards out of your wallet. As that lady said, what was her name? Anthea. Anthea. Yeah. Yeah. Once we go to junk, interest rates are going to spike. They're going to spike hard and fast. And if you think about adding 3% to your bond and your car and your credit cards mm. and your store accounts and your personal loan. And, you're in big uh, trouble. You're, you already have 1,556 rand in the bank on the 6th of January. Right. So it's going to get a lot worse. So take them out of your wallet. It's been fun. We Ladies, you have enough clothes. I know it's a handbag and a, and a, and a shoe issue with you, and I give you that. You need shoes and handbags all the time. But uh, we need to stop buying. You need to stop buying things on credit. You need to take them out of your wallet. It's the only thing that's going to save you. It go back to cash is king. And you know, people say, Joe, you this is Joe Berg. You can't carry cash. And I say, you don't have any. So don't even bring up that argument. <laughs> Use your debit card, whatever you can. If you can't afford it, you got to admit you can't afford it. When's the last time you were at a till and mm-hmm. you put something back because you couldn't afford it? There's a good litmus test right there. You see? Yep. So take the credit cards out of your wallet. Very important, okay? Uh, another one is don't use debt to pay off debt. I fell for this back in America. Um, <laughs> what is when, it? when MBNA said, Mr. Semino, your platinum material, you roll, our, uh, you roll your balance on our card, we'll give you 1% for the first year, which was great. But after that first year, then it became a cash advance and it was daily interest. Boom. Then... After they freaked me out with that, because I had like five credit cards, uh, credit cards, not counting store accounts, I took out an excess bond on my house to pay off the credit cards. Then I started using the credit cards again. Yeah. So I took debt, turned it into long-term lower interest debt, and then started running that debt up again. So don't use, don't take these consolidation loans, don't access your bond on your house, don't turn your house into an ATM. They would love you to have a 50-year bond. Mm-hmm. And so don't use debt to pay off debt. Okay. Right. okay. Next issue. 
kids designer labels you can buy them if you want i don't know what shirt that is you're wearing i don't know what shirt you're wearing pick damon pay. you're pick, naked pick them pay um <laughs> yeah uh, but you know the kids got to have the expensive stuff hey give them the basic and if they want the expensive take it out of their allowance watch how quick because i did that with my son when he was small and he immediately said no it was a uh, back in the day. Holy cow! Two thousand three, something like that. It was a, a t shirt, fifty nine bucks at Edgar's. The Nike shirt was one hundred nineteen. I said, okay, I'll buy the regular one. You had the different. Oh, okay, I don't want it. Right away, right away, he didn't want it. As soon as he had to put in, he didn't want it. Right, Pui Boo? Yeah, of that's course. my boy's nickname. Right. Uh, so, don't quit buying designer labels for stuff, and quit buying clothes. You've got clothes. Wait till you see all the sales out there now. Whatever little money you have, they're going to bleed from you in sales. Correct. You got enough clothes. Quit buying it. What about um, people who say, I've got money in the bank. I've got a savings account. <laughs> what do you say to those people? Well, well don't be hold mean. On, hold, yeah, on, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. Well, I'll, I'll preface it with don't take financial advice from people behind bulletproof glass. Good First point. rule. First rule. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> you get about 5% in the bank right now, but the key there is is you have to keep about 22,000 Rand every month in that account to make enough interest to pay your fees mm-hmm. if your fee's about 100 bucks. So if you haven't got 22 grand in the bank, you don't make you're, anything. You're not making anything. You're not making any. Plus, the real inflation rate's about 8% in South Africa. I know the government says 6. And then why is water going up at 15% and stuff? But let's not talk about that. Uh, you, as it goes up at, at 8%, what's actually occurring is you're saving at 5 and everything around you is going up at 8. So again, it's another loss. Here's a third loss. Same bank. Third loss. You're saving at five. You're paying a bond at nine. Mm-hmm. You're saving at five. You're paying a car at fourteen. You're saving at five. You're paying credit cards at nineteen to twenty-five percent. Backwards, 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 backwards. Saving in a bank is a guaranteed loss. Period. Exclamation point. What is the best feeling in the world? The best feeling in the world when I get my Investec statement. And you don't owe anybody money. Oh yes, definitely correct. Oh well, that's you know, enough said. It's, but that's what my boss who saved me. <laughs> so so how, how, how many how many people in South Africa do you think have that feeling? How many how many people in this country know what it feels like to not owe anybody money? Ooh. Well, there was that there was that story the other day, Gareth. Only one percent of South Africans earn from forty five thousand rand a month. Ouch. Yeah, there well, was one that came out yesterday. And 45,000 rand a month actually isn't a lot of money. No. It that's really gross. isn't. Don't, that's gross. Don't forget uh, the tax. I think you have Deductions to pay. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless so you're Mikey the, the Fish. So in other words, the top 1% of this country are not rich people. That's the scary thing. I mean, there are some very yeah. rich people, uh, but they are the, yeah. they're the tiniest percentage uh, of uh, that. Well, a lot 1%. of them are fleeing as well right yes, now. So, correct. you know, as these people yeah. leave and as interest rates go up and as we go to junk status and as jobs decrease, that's going to put a burden on SARS, which already is broke. Yeah. So here come more taxes, people. So again, you got interest rates going up and you got higher taxes coming at you. Uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh, CF found an interesting story about people retiring. Listen to this. Yeah, so there was a survey done around people and how much they are actually putting away. There were 520 people who were surveyed around this. These people were between the ages of 50 and 85 years old, and they live in the three major cities, so Johannesburg, Durban, and Cape Town here in South Africa. And they found that 81% of 
these retirees already gunning for their children's savings should they themselves run out of money? Not should they. Uh, I think the statistic is 95% of working South Africans <sighs> will not have enough money the day they retire to maintain their current standard of living. Okay. And so one of the big reasons for that, again, is that all your policies are going up at 10%, and mm-hmm. you people should check your retirement annuities, what they've been doing for the last five, six, seven years. You're getting 4 or 5%, again, while you're paying 9 on a house. Oh, but I'm saving on tax, and you're going to be broke when you're old. What's that st- stat again? Ninety-five percent of people yes, in South have, Africa today, right, will not have enough money the day they retire to maintain their current standard of living. And this is using the average of retiring at sixty-five. I, I don't know that, but there's one article so that came out, out of, yesterday. So, out of every ten people, not even one. <laughs> okay, Jeez. but there was a, there's another thing. I think I actually want to have kids now. But yeah, a lot I think of I need to <laughs> one of the things that you've brought up in the past, Joe, is people who replace their car. They get a brand new car mm-hmm. every three to five years. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yep. But their argument is that their car's under warranty. Yep. So yep. once the warranty runs out, it it's it's saves them to rather buy a new car and yep. a new warranty. So what's what's your answer to that? Two million bucks it cost you to buy a new car. If you add it all up over no, the years. if you take that interest, okay? Now, most car loans are five years, okay? Yeah. And we'll talk about balloons in a minute because we need to go over that because that's all they're selling. That's a disaster. But, yeah, it is. Uh, most car loans are five years. And if you take that interest over five years and extrapolate it over a 20-year period, it's $2 bucks. So every time you buy a car, it takes $2 million out of your future. And that's one of the things I really pound home in our, our uh, corporate mm. training seminars. Once you understand that, and that's, see, that's the other so thing. So the warranty argument holds no Well, order. here's the deal. Your, your car's out of warranty. Where's your payment? Because chances are if it's out of warranty, it's out of payment as well. So you've stopped paying for it. Right. So instead you've of 5000 rand a yeah. month on the car, you now have an additional 5000 rand a month, which you've allocated wrongly to your finances, however you're using it. When if the car broke down, you could put 5,000 rand a month into fixing it. I drive a seven-year-old Honda. I could drive something nicer. But, you know, I want to retire a couple years and have enough money to do it. You know what I mean? And that's what you got to have your eye on the price. Most people mm. don't. Most people are so depressed because they're paying all the bills and living on what's left. This came out yesterday. Yesterday. Um, said four out of ten people of the 20 million in this country are in financial distress. Four out of ten, that's 40%. That means they're more than two months or more in arrears on at least one account. So uh, that's serious. And now with school fees and things like that, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So keep your vehicle. Once your vehicle is paid, pump that money into your home bond. Because if I told you you can get more than a 100% return by putting money into your home bond... That's where you want. You got to get out of debt. See, this is the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the quandary that people are in. They try to save money because everybody wants a little money in their account, whatever it is, while they're paying huge amounts of interest on debt. You got a million rand house. First five years is all interest. You're paying 10,000 rand a month in interest. Yeah. And some broker comes and sells you some retirement annuity that's going to, uh, um, uh, tie up your money till you're 55. Okay, cool. So the first month you paid 10,000 in interest. How much you make on that retirement annuity? Nothing. Cause you got all your fees and stuff coming off first. Second month, you pay 10000 in interest. How much did you make again? Maybe nothing. Third month, 10000 So you made six rand. Fourth month, 10000 You made eight rand. You're going backwards. Get out of debt first. Don't have competing interest rates. 
Mm. Stick to the pensioner or the provident plan at your work because most of them are the, probably the most solid in the country. I, they got old school retirement annuities. I'm not even going to go over where people lost 36% over 18 years. Uh, I won't mention the name of these companies, but I've mm-hmm. got a dirt for 23 years on, on in my brain and hard copies just to prove it in case anybody asks. Uh, Leighton has a question here because this is to address one of your points from earlier. I know that we aren't meant to use banks to save money, but what are the best alternatives in the short and medium term? Well, they're two different things. They're short, medium, and long term. Short term is one to three years. If it's one to three years, the answer is a bank. But the answer is the money market. Mm. You get a couple percent more. And the reason they say one to three years, because that's money you're going to use. Once you buy an investment, you're going to pay a commission. You're going to pay an annual fee. You're going to pay a management fee. And that stuff comes off. So that reduces your overall interest rate. Yeah. So by putting it in a money market and getting 7%, you, you save all those fees. And it's you don't really win. But again, remember, inflation's really 8 You're getting 7 So you're pretty close to it. And you should have money in the bank. Because you have to have an emergency fund. And if your broker sold you an investment without your 90,000 rand emergency fund, uh, he did you an injustice. Because you're going to have to cancel that. After you paid all the commissions and the fees and his company made money, you're going to have to cancel it and pay. So the, the proper financial planning states that you must have an emergency fund in the bank, but not in a normal account. Put it in a money market, you get a couple percent more. All right. Medium term is uh, uh, four years to six years and long terms over that. That's when you start investing. And there's a difference between investing and saving. Saving, you're going to use. I call it losings, not savings. Once you understand that, you don't keep it there. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> it gets worse with you. Losings, not savings. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, listen, uh, if Boy. people want to find out more, where can they get hold of you? Well, what I'm, what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm offering to the corporates and the government, and I train, you know, we just came back. Government from need a lot of help. Yeah, well, I just came back from the <laughs> Central Bank of Lesotho. We did training for the senators and the top yeah. building, and I was so pleased because they have a female uh, reserve bank governor there, and she told me that they have now put financial education in the schools for the children. Okay. And I thought that was absolutely fantastic because they need it. Most people learn from their parents, and mm. their parents are pretty well screwing it up, you know. So what I'm doing is I'm offering a free seminar to get the pulse of the staff. I come in and I teach them all the tricks that drain their money. I show them yeah, a few yeah. things to do, and then we do a little analysis, uh, anonymous analysis. And uh, I hand it over to HR, and they say, look, you probably have a problem because most people come into work broke, and every time they come into work broke, they're not focused. Mm-hmm. They're not focused, you know. So if they want to get that free seminar, you can uh, financialfitness.co.za, go to the financial fitness training tab. You can get me there. All right. I'll leave you with this. Take the credit cards out of your wallet if you don't need a new car. In other words, if your car is not breaking down continuously, keep your vehicle. Interest rates are going to spike. In 1999, home bond interest rates were, I think it was 18, 19%. People don't remember that. You may. You know, the guy with no clothes on. And um, naked insurance, I love it. Uh, so <laughs> be prepared for what's coming because with the stage six and everything, I think it's, what did we? What did you read, uh, Gareth? A billion rand a month for each stage this, this government loses. So when Moody steps in, I mean, and I don't have any confidence in them because right before the financial crisis of 2007-8, all three ratings agencies rated Bear Stearns, Morgan, oh, the top rating right before the crash. They gave them the top rating. So I don't have too much belief in those guys. But hard times are coming. Take the credit cards out of your wallet. Go get them, South Africa. Okay. Well, thanks, Joe. I mean, it's stuff we need to hear. This is the bitter medicine. 
It hurts, but once you're on the, the, the winning end with no debt, close your eyes, well, except if you're driving. Well, here's the, this is the really good news, is that if interest rates do go up and you aren't in debt. You win. You win. I bought a property in Marina Beach back in 2009, right after the crash. Yeah. It was 485000 I paid one ten. Wow. You win. So those with money win. Those that don't have money lose. And back then, they were repossessing almost 200,000 houses. So that's, you know when when, when start the happening. well when the economy gets tough they dump the the beach properties you know yeah. those additional properties because right. they're not really money makers you know yeah. if they don't lose it in the divorce first so you're gonna <laughs> that's another thing you gotta look out for the children and the divorce well I, here's the one Gareth let's take some of our money put it together and sell divorce insurance oh, does divorce boy. save you money. <laughs> Uh, saves your life sometimes. No, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.